0: Next, the golden days of radio.
1: This is Frank Brzee inviting you to join me for the golden days of radio. Great moments from radio programs of the past, headlining some of the world's most famous personalities. On this program, we are featuring Peggy Lee, Frankie Lane, Amos and Andy, Bob Hope, Dean Martin, Mae West... Comedian Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy And everybody's favorite, Art Linkletter One of the stars of the Chesterfield Supper Club During the winter 1949 season Was Peggy Lee Who with Frankie Lane Entertained the nation with Slow Boat to China
2: Got your music
1: Got my music
2: Got your lyrics
3: I got my lyrics
4: Got your key
3: And I got my key
4: Well, ship or high, let's go to sea I'd love to get you On a slow boat to China All to myself alone Get you
3: and keep you in my arms Evermore Then leave all your other lovers we've been on a faraway shore out on the briny with a moon be
2: love to get you on a real slow boat to China, but all to myself
0: alone. There are lots of boats sailing the sea,
3: but there is only one boat for you. And me. I'd
4: like to get you alone for a long, long
3: time I'll take, take a slow boy to shine on
1: One of the most popular programs during the 30s and 40s and even the 50s was Amos and Andy. Freeman Gosden and Charles Correll who played the title roles began at a Chicago radio station in the late 20s. Denny DeWinter, one of the historians of early recordings tells me that they first recorded under the names of Sam and Henry and indeed they did. We will examine in depth the history of Amos and Andy on another program. But for now, here's an excerpt of one of their shows in the early 50s.
5: Yeah, I don't mind helping you, because I ain't seen much of you lately, you know.
0: Yeah, well, I can explain that to you, and you see, we is on different social levels now.
5: We is, huh?
0: Uh, it don't behooves a man with a steady working wife to mingle with the soup kitchen and the flop house set. <laughs> I gotta hoove myself in the upper brackets like I is, you see.
5: Well, now that we got all the typewriters out here... Uh... Who is this company you got to call up to have them cleaned and overhauled?
0: Uh, the Acme typewriter service, Andy. They're kind of expensive, though. They're choice. Ten dollars a typewriter. Yeah.
5: Say, that $320 show is a pile of money.
0: Yeah, here too.
5: Yeah, man, I ain't see that much green stuff since the night my gal got mad at me and hit me in the face with a Caesar salad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh,
5: well, i better call up the Acme and have them come over here and get... Yeah, the, uh, and uh, get, uh... Hey, wait a minute. Somebody at the door. I thought the office was closed up here.
0: Yeah, I wonder who that could be. Not got a lot of men. Uh, yeah, sir. Can I help you? How do you do? How do you do? No.
6: I'm a representative of the Jim Dandy Typewriter Service. Now, I hear on the grapevine that you have some typewriters to be cleaned.
0: Yeah, uh, they're going out to the Acme Company. They're going to clean them, overhaul them.
6: Well, it's a fine company, neighbor. Nothing wrong with the Acme Company. I like the way they get back on their feet every time they go
4: bankrupt.
0: (laughs) How much are they charging you? Well, they're only going to charge $10 a
6: typewriter. $10? Oh, that is high. (laughs) Tell you what, my friend. You know I like you. I think... I think I could shave our price to
0: $7. Yeah, well, I don't have nothing to do with it. I the... could shave it to 5 yeah, Well, like I say, my wife. Uh, uh, mm, yeah, uh, five. Uh, excuse me a minute, Mother. I want to talk to my friend here. My businessman. <laughs> Mr. Brown, come over here in my office. Will you step right over here. Yeah. Uh,
5: what's the matter, Kingfish? Looking at your forehead there, you done broke out in one of them monetary sweats.
0: <laughs> and the uh, uh, Sapphire say that the ACME is going to charge $10 and this fella will do it for 5 Yeah, I hear that. I don't know the exact figure on 32 typewriters because I ain't got time to pro the thing, but
4: <laughs> my
0: instinct tells me that this kind of rat is going to Mickey Mouse itself into a nice piece of cheese, yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: let's go back
5: here. Yeah, come on.
0: Uh, mister, you say that because you like me, you gonna shave the price down to $5 a typewriter? That is right. Well, as long as we's all lathered up, yeah, I wonder if you could you let the thing down to
4: $3. <laughs>
0: $3? It's a deal, my friend. Well, oh, fine. Now, now, the only thing is, they want the typewriters back Tuesday morning. Can you pick them up today? Today?
6: If there's no moon, I'll have the boys back the truck up in the alley about 9 o'clock tonight. <laughs> Uh, excuse
5: me for protruding here, Mister, but uh, you is going to pick up the typewriters at night.
6: That is right,
5: my friend. That's the
6: way we operate. You'd be surprised how sunlight can kill our business.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, uh...
0: That's, that's three dollars a piece now let's see uh, three times 32 i figured that. Now, to make it easy in you my friend
6: i'll make it hundred and fifty dollars even oh thank you
0: thank you there you are yeah yeah one hundred uh 150 dollars there you thank is.
6: you thank you my friend thank you we'll pick them up later
0: yeah uh, wait just a minute now in case i want to get in touch with you where can i reach you
6: want to get in touch with me well i'll just write my number here on this slip of paper there you are. Just call any time after 10 and ask for Sam.
0: Oh, thank you, Mr. Sam. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Pleasure to do with, uh, business with you. Good day.
5: Good day. Mm. Nice fella. Yeah. I wonder how come he wiped off the doughnut with his handkerchief on the way out.
4: Like <laughs> well,
5: he's just probably superstitious, isn't there.
0: Oh, boy, look at that. Sapphire gave me 320 bucks to get the typewriters clean, and I'm getting it done for 150.
5: Yeah, boy, that's some saving. Sapphire's going to be proud of you. That's going to be a nice packet for her boss, Mr. Parker, to pocket. Man, you say something about
0: somebody pocketing a packet? <laughs>
5: yeah, Mr. Parker.
0: Well, there's going to be some pocketing around here, but the. Uh... Pocket, the packet is going to be pocketed. And it ain't the same pocket that I think the packet is going to be pocketed in the first place.
4: Uh,
0: what you getting at? What, what well, to sum it up, Andy, when this whole mess is over, the only thing Mr. Parker is going to have in his pocket is lint. That's what he's going have <laughs>
1: Bob Hope has appeared as a guest on many programs, in fact, on almost every show which has ever been on radio or television. Here he is with Dean Martin in 1961. Also in this excerpt, you'll hear one of the most famous females in the entertainment industry, Mae West. Now, here's Bob Hope. Well,
2: I want to tell you the joke's on me. You know, Dean, with your acting ability, I wouldn't be surprised if you wound up playing Shakespeare. Oh, really? No, Othello. You left that
4: in? yeah. <laughs>
2: Well, when I said this is your life, I wasn't kidding. What I meant was you've given the world many wonderful moments, not only in word, but in song. And I would be very honored to have you use this stage to look back and, well, sing some of those moments for us just once again. (laughs) Thanks for the memory of all the songs you've sung Through the years of fun Because of you they stay forever new, forever young and thank you so much. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dean. I'm very touched and very flattered. Now you just sit right there, will you? And I'll do my best to sing as many as I can remember. Yeah, but now my I, first forty-eight. No, no, no. I thought that the, you know I, I like to also sing. I mean, you sang so many of them with uh, a partner like with Bing. Yeah, well, that's right, Dean. And I always say, if you can't have Bing, you might just as well go it alone. Uh-huh. Uh, Is that what you always say? Always. All the time. Uh-huh. Oh, You didn't write always. You didn't sing always <laughs> all. Of course, if you were a girl, it might be different. You see, because I sang a lot of songs to a lot of pretty girls. For example, in the Zigfeld Follies, I sang this one to Eve Arden. <laughs> I've flown around the world in a plane. I've settled revolution. in Spain. North Pole I have charted, but I can't get started with you. He's really not singing, the girl is a ventriloquist. (laughs) The golf course, I'm under par, and Metro Goldwyn has asked me to stop in the flops, I'm so shy, because I can't get started with you. Blue. There was a great Cole Porter song that Apple Merman sang. Wait a minute. And, Did you sing it? Well, I was on stage at the time. Did you sing it? Well, I couldn't help overhearing Did it. Did you sing it? Of course I sang it. Good, then it's my turn. Now you just stand there. Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Hope just listened. <laughs> skies are clear. And if you want to go walking there, it's delightful, it's delicious, it's delectable, it's delirious. Mr. Lemon, Mr. Lemon, Mr. Love, Mr. Lovely. That was that little part. <laughs> Can I move now? Be my guest. That's how I get into this mess. <laughs> what do you say? We
4: make
2: up, Al. cal. Yes. Yeah. Your voice brings back Sorrento. It's like mozzarella cheese. Put it there, pal. Put it there, I think your jokes are great, it's just that folks are hard to please. Put it there, pal. Put it there. I sat through some, came running, but no songs from you did pour. In that I went dramatic, I kept drinking more and more. Seem to stop you, Dean, from singing songs before. You're faithful and you're fair. Put it there. My colleague, my crony, my cohort, my friend, companion, Competitors. right to the end. Like Dempsey and Funny, or Crosby and Money. Boy, what a blend. Don't put it in the paper. Don't put it on the air. Don't put it on the shelf. Put it song you sang with Bing in Road to Utopia. Oh, yeah, and there was another great song in that p- Oh, here the well, Ladies, well. back again. <laughs> hey, hey. We were just talking about the song that Dorothy Lamour introduced in Road to Utopia. Oh. Uh, you know the one we mean?
3: Know it? Why, it's the story of my life. <laughs> hmm, well, let's live it together. <laughs> The madam has the cutest
4: personality
2: And think of all the books about Dewberry's looks What was it made her the toast of Paris
3: The lady had a perfect personality
2: And why are certain girls offered certain things like sable coats and wedding rings By men who wear their hats right Hats right! Hats right.
3: right! Yeah! When open charge accounts for me in large amounts I come here, I'm Tiffany
2: Tiffany, that's on the diner's Club. Because
3: <laughs> they seem to like my personality Uh, Stanley? Yes? Timmy? Uh, (laughs) Timmy? I'll see you around, boys. I'm Stanley. Yes? Peel me a grape.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bob, she's some woman. She
2: got... No coaching, Dean. I'm a man who likes to think for himself. No, (laughs) Was a song I sang with Jane Russell and Paleface, Caddy. You didn't sing many songs at all with Bing, did you? You think I'm crazy? <laughs> east is east and west is west, and the wrong one I chose. <laughs> Let's go where they keep on wearing those frills and flowers and buttons and bows, rings and things and buttons and bows, Caddy. What is this, chopped liver? <laughs> <laughs> Let's not take any divots, huh? <laughs> my bones, <laughs> Owens. The buckboard bounce and the cactus hurts my toes. Let's famose, work out. Soaks and satin, and it shows They're all mine. Change positions. Give me Eastern trimming where women are women. In high silk holes and pickable clothes. And French perfume that rocks the room. And they're all mine. <laughs> In buttons and bows <laughs> Let's meet on the road to Morocco. To ride the magic carpet that looks absolutely cool. <laughs> Buick is my sponsor So I'll get behind the wheel Test me on the road To Morocco It beats Central Park In any time Those harem queens Will fling themselves Around your manly chest And just like any Timex I'll adore that torture test Tell the gang So they won't hang around Like Webster's Dix
1: The greatest motion picture comedy team of all time, according to most film historians, was Stan Laurel and Oliver Hardy. Their brand of humor has been unequaled by any other comedy team. They were sight comedians, and except for a couple of broadcasts, never appeared on the radio. From time to time, however, they made personal appearances. Here's Stan and Ollie in Belgium in 1939, reviving their famous driving license routine.
3: Good morning, gentlemen. Good afternoon. <laughs> And, uh, what can I do for you? Uh, we'd like to get a new driving license, please. Certainly. Just fill in this application form and return it to me. Well, I'm sorry, sir, but I can't write. Then get your friend to fill it in for you. Uh, well, you see, sir, he can write, but he can't read.
4: No. <laughs> oh, well, what are we going to do
3: about it? Uh, well, we thought, sir, that maybe you would be kind enough to fill it in for us. Well, as a rule, I don't do this sort of thing, but under the circumstances, I'll break the rule. Thank you. Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you so much. Sir. He doesn't mean that kind of rule. Oh, Now, what's your name? Uh, Oliver N.
4: Hardy, and this is my good friend, Mr. Law. How do you do, sir? I'm very happy. <laughs>
3: What's that name again? Oliver N. Hardy. Oliver N. Hardy. What's the N stand for? Henry. Henry! Henry. (laughs) You do not write Henry with an N. Of course you don't. You write it with a pencil or whatever. We never will get this right. Now, what's your address? Uh, 234 South Main. Two thirty-four South Main Street. Oh, that was before we moved. Yeah. <laughs> and what did you move for? Uh, well, you see, sir, we couldn't get the landlord to raise our
4: rent.
3: No. no. Now, what the landlord to raise your rent for? Well, we couldn't raise it, could we? Obviously? No.
4: Sir. <laughs>
1: One of the favorites of radio and television listeners for more than a quarter of a century was Art Linkletter. His People Are Funny show of the mid-40s segued to the G.E. House Party during the latter part of that decade. House Party enjoyed an amazing run on both radio and television, and for a time was broadcast around the world on the American Forces Radio and Television Service. The portion I liked best was the sequence with the kids. They are unafraid. And week after week, they would prove it. Listen closely now, because it's a radio moment not to be believed and not to be forgotten. Here's Art Linkletter with the kids.
7: I'm out to meet our four school children. They're little ones, five and six years old, and they're our special summertime vacation guests. Hi, kids. Three boys and a girl, and all about the five-year class. You're five, aren't you? Yes. What's your name?
8: Richard Houston Farmer.
7: And Mr. Farmer, I'll bet you want to be Davy Crockett, huh?
8: No, I want to be Superman (laughs)
7: Oh, you're not a Davy Crockett man, huh? No What's so good about Superman?
8: Because whenever somebody's in trouble, they help everybody
7: Well, how does Superman fly through the air?
8: Uh, while he's in the show, I think they tie strings on him
7: (laughs) Oh, my goodness, you've revealed the whole darn thing right then and there Now, uh, how did your folks meet? Do you have any idea?
8: Yes, they met at a blind date
7: well, now, tell us. Uh, one other question I want to ask all of you today. What animal would you be if you could be any animal?
8: I would be a squid. A squid? Yeah. Why? Because I can break down submarines and, and um, octopuses can't.
7: Octopuses can't break down submarines? Uh,
8: th- but submarines, but, I mean, uh, submarines are uh, so light for the squids that they can... Uh, Crash the winters and, and break it all apart in one piece.
7: Boy, that sure sounds like you're a rough fella. What's your name, young fella?
8: Gary Lee Pete.:
7: And how old are you, Gary? Six. What animal would you like to be?
8: An octopus.
7: Oh, not a squid. He wants to be a squid and you want to be... A, why do you want to be an octopus?
8: So I can get all the children and spike them with my... My testicles.
7: You're... T- <laughs> Your tentacles, you, you grab all the, your, your tentacles, you grab all the children. And, now that's fine, that's fine. Now,
1: that wraps up this edition of the Golden Days of Radio. Now here's a final question. What's right about America? our freedom of expression for one thing, and the right of peaceful protest. Times are changing, and more and more Americans are making their voices heard. But with the freedom of expression comes a responsibility. The right of free expression can be destroyed if it leads to violence or infringement on the rights of others. Freedom of speech is guaranteed to each of us by our Constitution. Let's make sure we don't make it unconstitutional. This is Frank Brzee in Hollywood, California. Join me next week for more shows and personalities from radio's golden days on this, the American Forces Radio and Television Service.